You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Have you ever tried to practice meditation, but have no idea if it's working or even if you're doing it right? Wouldn't it be awesome if there's something that could just let you know when you're in the zone so that you could know to do more of that? Well, there is something that does exactly that. It's called Muse. It's a brain sensing headband that helps you find more calm sharper focus, and better sleep. And it measures your brain waves and lets you know exactly when you're in a meditative state. You can get 15% off any Muse product by clicking the link provided in the show notes or in the comments below. Check them out at choosemuse.com and don't forget to use that link for 15% discount at checkout. So here we are, 2021. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. It seems like most of us are thrilled to leave 2020 behind and that we're excited and optimistic to start 2021. I think some of us, though, are a little bit hesitantly optimistic because of everything that we've been through in 2020. But hopefully it can't go anywhere but up, right? For New Year's, my family has a few traditions. One of them is to make sure that the entire house is clean. And I mean clean from top to bottom, like no dirty clothes in the laundry basket, no dirty dishes in the sink. You also need to be super clean, showered, looking like super fly. Sorry, I'm an 80s baby here (laughs) for the reference. Um, Down to clean underwear, like the whole nine. I don't know why. It's just a tradition. The second tradition that we have in my family is that my dad, who's a retired chef, makes a big stew called an asopao. And that's something that we have, or a sancocho, I get them confused, but either way for English speakers, it's a big, big stew that tastes delicious and really can feed a lot of people. And the third tradition is eating 12 grapes. Now, I believe this tradition is a Spanish tradition, like Spanish, Spanish coming from Spain. And um, in Spain, they would eat one grape for each um, clock bell tower ring, right? So every time the tower would ring, um, they would eat one grape and it would bring you luck and prosperity. Um, So it was 12 wishes it translated into. I personally do this right before midnight. So for like about 10 minutes before midnight, um, I always serve at our big New Year's party. I always serve everybody a cup or a bug bag of 12 grapes. And personally, 
For each of the grapes, I make a wish for every month of the year. And the wishes don't necessarily match up to, you know, its respective months. It's just 12 wishes that I'd like to make, um, you know, come true for each month of the year. So whether we consider these things to be wishes or goals or resolutions, the idea is really the same. It's really to have a positive outlook for the year to come. And I'm all about this grape tradition, but as the quote says, a goal without a plan is just a wish. And yes, the tradition is called 12 wishes, but wishing is kind of what I feel about resolutions. Hear me out. The dictionary says, people still use dictionaries, <laughs> that a resolution is a firm decision to do or not do something. And apparently we all want similar things because according to yougov.com, this is a list of the top 10 resolutions made for 2020 in order from highest to least. So the first one was exercise more. Two, save money. Three, eat more healthily. Four, lose weight. Five, reduce stress. Six, get more sleep. Seven, stick to a budget. Eight, focus on spiritual growth. Nine, travel more. And 10, learn a new skill. Now, looking at that list, whoever said travel more for 2020, sorry, that didn't quite happen. But 25% of us wanted to learn a new skill. And really, this year, we've learned all kinds of skill, especially having to do with video conferencing. So look at that. Even if we didn't make that a resolution, it's something that we definitely acquired this past year. So I think in theory, having a resolution for a year is awesome and even commendable. But really, and people, let's be honest. Do you stay true to your resolutions all year round? And I mean like all year round? If you do, kudos to you. Generally speaking, though, I've noticed that we have very short attention spans. Just think how we've gone from movies to YouTube videos to Instagram stories and to now reels. <laughs> it seems our attention is getting shorter and shorter by the second. So instead of resolutions, I like to think of these things as goals. And I don't even necessarily do them for New Year's Eve either. Here's what I mean. My birthday is in September. And as an educator, I really think of a year in terms of an academic year from September to June. So with another year of life and with a new start to the school year, it's automatic to me to set my goals in September. I definitely reassess things in my mind come January, being that it makes sense as it coincides with the new year and it's three months after I set that initial goal. And year after year, I've seen that I don't think about things too much again, about those goals too much again, until spring break comes along, whether that be around March or April. And then I think about them again in June, which is the end of the school year. So come to think of it, 
I think of goals whenever I have breaks from school, which I guess doesn't really surprise me because there's just no other time otherwise. So goals are the results or achievement toward which effort is directed. I'll say that again. Goals are the results or achievement toward which effort is directed. And for something to really work or change, we have to work at it, regardless of when in the year we set them. Because if we don't work toward them, again, it's just a wish. So there are a few things that are needed for things to truly work. The first thing is a trigger. Like what's going to be the reminder of what it is that we want to do? Is it going to be the workout clothes next to our beds in the morning or the running shoes by the door? Is it going to be the book or journal by the nightstands or the reminder to take a deep breath on your phone or on your watch? Whatever it is, we need a trigger and a visual trigger usually works best. This helps us remind us on those days where we're not as motivated because motivated comes and goes. It definitely wanes. So it reminds us on those days when we're not motivated to do what we initially set out to do. Another thing to keep in mind is to make your goals more achievable. I like to say to make them more bite-sized. And again, sometimes we make these grand goals that are amazing, truly. But sometimes it sets us up for failure because we may not reach them in a time that we thought we were going to reach them, but we don't have that trigger to remind us. And then when we don't reach them within that time span, then we kind of give that goal up. So for example, want to lose 20 pounds? start with just five. Want to read one book a month? Start with reading five pages or five minutes a day. Want to implement more self-care in your life? Set a timer to close your eyes and take a few mindful breaths once a day. Want to save money or pay off your debt? Tell yourself you won't buy that $5 latte every morning. Get the gist? And I think the most important thing that we can do to make our goals achievable before the trigger, before making them small and realistic, the very first thing that we have to do is figure out our why. Why is this your goal? And where is it rooted? And keep asking yourself why until you can't BS yourself anymore. Get really, really honest with what you want and where you're at in life and how you can accomplish these goals. Because once you do, it's truly an amazing feeling. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath. Breathe in deeply and breathe out slowly. Continue to breathe at your own pace. And whenever your body calls for a breath in, breathe in peace. And when you're ready to exhale, 
breathe out anything that no longer serves you. You may even say that out loud in your mind. Breathe in peace and breathe out anything that no longer serves you. As we enter this new week, this new month and new year, understand that this newness is also a concept that we create. A new moment could be right now. We don't have to wait until the end of the new year. We don't have to wait until the following Monday. We could reset our mindset to begin right now. Once you're committed to that reset, take a moment to think or even to write, if that's available to you right now, what it is that you would like to accomplish. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in this year of 2021. It could be for the first three months of the year or just for the first month of the year or truly even for, again, this very moment. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish, visualize it as completed. Visualize it as accomplished. Imagine it as such and speak it into the universe. Right now, breathe in the belief that you will achieve that goal and breathe out your goal achieved as what you put out into the world, it most definitely is returned to you. And as you go about your week and you visualize this goal accomplished, picture the reason or the person that is your why, or the reason that explains why it is that you're doing what you intended to do. And know that these reasons are an added bonus because you have the power to accomplish what you'd like. No talk of self-doubt. No talk about doubts in general. Just assurance that you can accomplish your goal because truly you can. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.